All right, so uh, here we are again. <laughs> we have been, I'll start this one off by saying we have been saying that we are going to compare our gear <laughs> for I don't know how long. And something always happens. If, it, I don't know if it's something that don't want us to do it, but something always happens. Yes. You drop your bow. Off the counter. Off the counter. <laughs> um. We forget our bows. We do whatever it may have, whatever. Hey, but- we had the other one recorded, and I'm editing it, and we knew that this was going to be a problem, but we didn't know how big of a problem. That's right. I'm editing the video, and we're doing it outside. Yeah. As it's getting dark, it was terrible quality. We run it. Yeah, we run we're out like, of light. Nah, we can't do this. I mean, it's just been. So this is the third time recording this one. And I'm hoping this is the last time. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> Oh man, we because I know just as much about your bow as as I do mine right now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Matter of fact, Alan's thinking about getting a bow, and he's going to get a bow tech probably because we've done three episodes on this, <laughs> and we hadn't launched one of them. Yeah. So Alan knows all about these bows. Hey, if we waited uh, just a little bit longer, he could have yeah. joined us. Yeah, having his bow. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, but yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna uh, talk about our gear yeah. today. We're gonna compare. Yep. Uh, and, and if I have anything to say to the listeners, if you are thinking about getting into bow hunting, uh, listen to this podcast yeah. before you make the decision to buy a bow. Uh, I think this will be a good one to get you up to speed. If you, you've never been a bow hunter or if you're, if you're a bow hunter looking to upgrade, mm-hmm. uh, I think this episode is going to be a good one to listen to before you make that decision and you buy that expensive bow or mid range bow or whatever you're looking at buying. Yeah. We're going to show some of the more top of the line bows. Yeah. Um, in this video, but we'll talk about some of the more budget bows too. Cause I'm just coming off of one of those. Yeah. And, uh, and it was great. Killed deer with it. Yeah. I loved it. Absolutely. I was just ready to step up. Um, so I, I do, I do want to go ahead and say that you do not have to have a top of the line bow, you know, to, to, to shoot targets with your buddies or hunt with. Yeah. Don't take this video the wrong way that you have to buy something like we have, uh, not saying that you can't, uh, by all means go, go as high as you want, but don't think just because we're showing these bows, that's what kills deer. That's what you've got to have. Yeah. That's nowhere near the case. The goal for this video, I would say, um, Tell me if you agree mm-hmm. or if you would change anything I say here. But the goal for this video is just to compare Matthews and Bowtech. Yeah. Uh, show you some pros and cons of each. Yep. Um, because I, I think that they, Matthew really uh, caters to, uh, to to one group of guys. Mm-hmm. And Bowtech kind of, you know, the way I see it, caters to another group of guys. Basically, right. if you like to tinker. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna see that Bowtech has a lot to offer. That's right. If you uh, love the, just the smoothness and the uh, you're a Matthews loyalist like you are, yeah. <laughs> then you know Matthews. Yeah. If you're, for sure. a, I guess you could say a, a setup and leave alone kind there of guy. You go. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and that's the two groups you're talking about. That's the ones they cater to. Mm-hmm. The ones that like to tinker and the ones that like to fix on their own yep. and the ones that like to set their bow up for their self. Yep. That's it, and leave it alone for years to come. Um. But yeah. Uh, we'll get into, uh, you want to do, uh, you want to do Matthews or Bowtech first? Let's do Matthews first, just cause that's what we did every other time we recorded this. Yeah. I think we, <laughs> we should be 100% good on this. <laughs> I feel like we're, it's probably going to sound like we're doing a script. Yeah. It's just off memory. That's right. But, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> what you got is, so it kind of, so I hit a, I guess you can say, 
not really, I don't know how to explain it. So what I did was I bought this phase four about two months before Matthews dropped the uh, the Matthews lift, which is the new 2024. This is a 2023 phase four. Uh, Matthews dropped the uh, Matthews lift about two months after I bought this, uh, which is the 2024 Matthews bow. Um, but I thought to myself, when they dropped that bow, did I make a mistake? And come to find out after talking to the Bowtex um, and doing my research, there's not much difference between the Matthews tw- uh, Phase 4 and the Matthews Lift. So uh, a lot of Bowtex have told me, you didn't make a bad decision by going with the oh, Phase 4 because yeah. the Phase 4 at that point in time was about $400 less to buy than the lift. The lift come out around I think fourteen to fifteen hundred dollars. I bought this one for eleven hundred bucks. Uh now that's naked. Mm-hmm. Um so when I bought this bow, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I made a mistake, but found out that I didn't. Um because the only thing that the Matthews uh engineers did was they shaved down the limbs to bring a little bit of weight off. And there may be a few small little things that they did, but not noticeable enough for me, even if they'd have come out with the lift and I was looking at the bows for me to have gone with the lift uh, and pay an extra four to five hundred dollars. Um, well, I to really get the think lift. too that Matthews is so good at what they do, right? I mean, there comes a point where you it, hate to say it, but it's almost like they're running out of, of ideas, they're having to get really cre- creative, right? And I think, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Unless they have some big plan in the future to have yeah. bows that shoot their self or something. I don't know. But they, they're so far with their technology that, uh, like you said, I think the new bow that comes out is pretty much if you want the new bow, yeah, go get it. If you don't, shoot what you got. Man, these Fletchings right here look good. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. They still holding on. That's right. They? That's right. Hey, one of them's been through kicker. Yeah. I believe it's that first one you was just – Touching. All I did was wash her off. I washed the blood off. I cleaned her up real good, and I put it back in the quiver, and it's ready to shoot another one. There you go. That's um, all you need. But yeah, so this is the Matthews Phase Four, and uh, I'll go over a few of the uh, a few of the little, yeah, I guess you could say pros and cons uh, to Matthews. Like we talked about earlier, I'm 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 with the group of guys that is a setup, leave it alone, shoot the bow, and go hunting. I'm that kind of group of I, I'm in that group of guys. Um, so I've always been loyal to, to Matthews. I've shot a Matthews DXT for, I think, 12 to 15 years before mm-hmm. I bought the phase four. Um, could be off on my, on my timeline there, but, uh, for a long time, I shot the Matthews DXT, loved it. Uh, I, matter of fact, I hated to get rid of it and I, and I kind of kicked myself for getting rid of it. I, it would have been a great backup bow, but, uh, I got rid of my DXT and I wanted to upgrade. So I went to the phase four. I have no complaints with this bow. It's been a great one. I killed kicker with this bow. That was the first deer I shot with this bow. Um, it's fast. It's a great bow to get into some of the, some of the things, the new engineering on these bows is, is I think was a huge leap when they come up where they engineered the bridge lock system, Mm -hmm. the bridge lock system. I don't know if you can see it or not, but the bridge lock system is the middle of the bow that goes all the way down to about where your stabilizer stabilizer goes in. But what that does is that allows everything that allows everything to dovetail 
I don't know if you can see it, but it allows everything to dovetail into the middle of your bow. What that does is it helps with torque, um, several different things. Uh, Instead with, of attaching with, stuff to the side of your bow, yes. you're sitting in, in the middle of your riser. So I guess you can balanced. say it balances it out better. Yep. Yeah, it balances that bow out better. So everything is, is trying – what they tried to do is get everything centered. Um, so with that being said, with this bow, I bought the uh, the dovetail sight that goes in – now you can use a different sight, I believe. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But I bought a dovetail sight which goes into the middle of the bow, into the into the bridge lock system, um, for that reason, uh, to balance the bow out, just like they engineered it. Um, and then I bought the low profile. Um, what do they Quiver? call it? The QAD oh, Ultra Ultra yeah, Micro. Micro adjustable, adjustable. Uh, yeah, micro Which adjustable have. rest. Um, micro adjustable is ultra rest is the name of yours. Ultra rest. Um, micro adjustable drop away rest is the way to go, in my opinion. Um, and mine's low profile. What mine is is the Matthews um, drop away rest that that they recommend. Now, now, what makes it low profile? What do you mean? Low profile. It sits behind. It's not dovetailed but it sits behind the center of the bow, just like everything else, which I think yours does too. Mm, no, no. Not to us. Yeah, no. okay. Not like not like yours. Right. Um, so there's little notches here. Maybe you here. can, but I don't think I have the, the yeah. one to do it with. So it's low profile. In other words, it sits even with the bow, and it goes down everything just like everything that's that's locked into the bridge lock system. To me, from this angle, it looks like instead of mounting to the side, yeah, it's mounted to the back of the riser. Pretty much, yep. Which which makes it where you can get your quiver so much tighter to the riser. Right, which goes to the, with this bow too, I also got the low profile uh, Matthews quiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try to budget this bow when I first bought this bow. It was, like I said, it, it was around $1,100, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and when I first bought this bow, I tried to budget it. I tried to put aftermarket stuff on it, like a Trophy Ridge quiver, um, uh, I believe, what kind of rest you got on yours? Ripcord. Ripcord. I tried to put the ripcord drop-away rest on it. I tried to do the best I could to not have to use the Matthews components, yeah. and it did not work. Yeah. So, Matthews, if you're if you're ever listening <laughs> and you work for Matthews or anything, you did a good job by making somebody use your equipment uh, which I believe was on purpose. Yeah, uh, so absolutely. You have to buy their accessories. Right, right, yeah. which makes everything on this bow extremely expensive. But I have no complaints as to the way the, the bow is silent. The, it, it shoots outstanding. Um, but like I said, that's one of the cons to this bow is you can't really budget this bow to a certain extent to get the price down if you want to get the price down you just about have to go with the Matthews accessories mm-hmm. uh, to put on this bow, which drives that price mm-hmm. up. Um, but I, I would approach it too with the fact, or from the mindset, if you're if you're going all out, yeah, on a new Phase Four, you might as well go ahead. If you're going to pay the the two thousand dollars to yeah. get a bow, it only costs a little bit more to go first class. Get what you get what you want. Or hey, the way my uncle used to say, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. That's exactly right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's exactly right. And plus, you got the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I hope nobody finds out what's in my bank account. <laughs> but 
But uh, but yeah, man, I have no I have no regrets on buying this bow. I love this, this bow. Um, some of the pros to this bow is one we've already talked about the bridge lock system. Uh, I think this bow shoots 340 foot per second, and that's naked, and that's at full uh, full poundage. Mm-hmm. Um, 70 pounds. 70 pounds. Uh, 340 foot per second, which is smoking. Um, that's outstanding. Uh, some of the other things is, um, like I said, it, it's smooth. Your drawback, your mm-hmm. uh, your wall, there is nothing that, that says that this bow is not what you want. I have heard people complain about the grip, mm-hmm. but they do make aftermarket grips. I think Chris B. makes some pretty good ones. Yep. Um, so you can change that out. So there's a few things that you can tweak to, to make you uh, like the bow, or, or I guess you could say to, to fit your style. And but, I will uh, say it is, I've only shot two Matthews, mm-hmm. you know, in my life. But the ones that I've shot, they are smooth. Yes. Smooth. Butter, yeah. Yeah. And yours is no different. They, um, uh, it, it is, it's really, really a good shooting bow. Um, very dead in the hands. Yes. Man, yes. I'm dying for you to say something about the stand right here. That's I, what I'm I was getting for to you next. To, to do it. So, <laughs> So the only thing that I could really budget on this bow was the stabilizer, which I got a Stinger stabilizer, uh, which is an outstanding sta- stabilizer, but it's not as much as it don't cost as much as the uh, Matthews. But that bridge lock system makes a huge difference. That's one of the pros to to uh, to this bow is that bridge lock system, and I think a lot of other bows are going to the bridge lock system as well. Yeah. Uh, but it keeps everything balanced. It is really really dead in the hand, like we talked about earlier. Um, but one of my, and it may sound crazy, but this is probably the cheapest Matthews part that I bought to go on this bow, um, but is this stand. So when Matthews engineered this stand, they engineered this stand for the Matthews bow specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, this won't fit on any other bow to my knowledge. I don't know if it, you may could, could, I don't know. I don't know if you could modify it some way or you could. You know, I will say this. I've tried to look for a stand like that for my bow, and yeah. I can't find anything. When Matthews, so I think it's just a, a Matthews When thing. Matthews come up with this stand, you can take this off. What it does is kind of latches in to the, to the limb there. But when Matthews come out with this stand here, that allows you to do – I mean, dude, you wouldn't think that that would make a huge difference. <laughs> no, yeah, I would. Oh, my goodness, man. That thing is a lifesaver. When you're outside and you're yes. just tinkering in the, in the yard and you want to shoot your bow a little bit, leave it standing. Yes. You don't have to lay it down. You don't have to put it on the tailgate. You don't have to do – leave it standing. Um, that thing is a lifesaver. I think Matthews hit it, hit hit the nail on the head. When yeah. they when they engineered that, That's that was great. I, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. To me, that's uh, a big thing. I know it seems little, but to mm-hmm. me, that's a big thing that I like about Matthews is how they have that. Yeah. And and I, I do wish that Bowtech would have some kind of stand option like right. that. Uh, and there's a way I've been researching it. There's a way that I could have that like you do. But it would be uh, – I would have to have these two – looks like little stabilizers is what it is – come off each side. Yeah. Uh, and Hoyt makes it if I – remember right but it screws in but i would have to have a long stabilizer right in order for it to tilt so it, the stabilizer is what would be resting on the ground i don't really want to do that that is a cool system yeah that's cool i like it a lot that's uh the Botech when i bought this bow um the Botech said man you've got to get this he said you wouldn't think that you you just bought a however much it was 
you know, Bo. And, uh, he's a good salesman. I'm going to say that. Absolutely. He'll talk you into something. <laughs> yeah, he will. He's good. He's good. Yeah, he uh, will. But, man, I'm glad he talked me into that because that right there, um, uh, that's a game changer Yeah. Uh, when you're not in the woods. Uh, one, one other you know, thing that I like about this is Matthew's come out with a low-profile quiver, and that low-profile quiver allows you – I have – I used to be a hunter that hunted with my quiver on, and I shot with my quiver on. I never mess with my bows. Um but they have come up with the low-profile quiver that you can put on the bows, which sits very close to the bow, which also helps with balance and torque and all that. Um, but now I take my quiver off when I'm hunting. I hang it on the tree. I hang it on a limb beside me or whatever. Um, but if you are a guy that likes to, like I used to be, that likes to hunt with the quiver on, this is your setup here. Uh, low-profile, everything is everything, I guess you could say, to sum up everything – the engineers have compacted everything yeah. to the best of their ability, I think. Now, they may come up with something one day that looks like a pure string all the way up and down it, but in my opinion, they have compacted things to the point to where uh, it's outstanding. I mean, I, I love it. Uh, some of the Since I talked about how good the bow is and, and just a few cons, one really big con to this bow, and Matthews in general, is if you like to tinker with bows and you like to change things like your draw length, your weight. Uh, oh, I could change the poundage on this if I want to, but here's the kicker to that. Here's the, here's might throw your tuning off. Though. It'll, it may throw your tuning off and, um, it may throw your timing off to get your timing back on. And there may be some people out there that knows how to do it just by, you know, just because they've been doing it for a long time. But just about everything that you want to change on a Matthews bow, uh, if you want to tweak it a little bit, whatever you want to do, um, you have to just about take it to a bow tech that knows what they're doing uh, and and pay for something to be done to this bow. Um, I try to take it back to Mac as often as possible if I ever need anything because Mac don't <laughs> – he uh, sometimes if he's not putting something new on it, he won't charge me because I bought the bow from him. Yeah. Um, but – if I want to do anything like put anything in this bow, for example, if you ever was to sell a Matthews bow, you can't just outright sell that bow to somebody. Uh, let's say you wanted to pass it down to your son one day. Um, if he don't have the exact draw length that you want or, or that you have, uh, it's not going to fit him. And with this bow and the Matthews bows, you have to buy new mods. Mm -hmm. So you're talking $80 to $100 to change the mods out on this bow to fit whoever else is fixing to use this bow. Mm -hmm. So this setup here is a one and done setup. In my opinion, it's one of them things that if you don't have everything a bow tech has at, at your house to work on this bow, um, you have to just about take it to the bow tech and let him change it for you. And then you're done. Uh, but I'm the kind of guy that likes a one and done setup. I like to get the bow ready. I like to, I may have to do a little tweaking to the sights and stuff to get it sighted back in from, from year to year. Uh, but very few times do I ever even have to do that because I don't touch anything on the bow until next hunting season. I get it out. I shoot it several times, and I'm ready to go to the woods. Um, but for this setup, man, it's, uh, I have no complaints on this setup. Like I said, the only thing they did with the lift is they shaved three ounces off the weight of the bow. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about archery hunting, ounces and pounds do make a difference. But three ounces in my opinion, is pushing the limit to make a difference and and spending a half a, uh, you know, 
half a grand yeah. to to either shave off three ounces or keep what you got or or buy the phase four, which would be four to five hundred dollars cheaper than going with the lift. And I mean, in my opinion, the phase four right now uh runs a good race with the lift and uh I, I'm 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 extremely happy with it. Um one day maybe we can get into what we shoot and uh what our errors weigh and, and stuff like that. I would love like to do an episode but, uh, on that because yeah. I, I can nerd out on arrows. Absolutely. And Absolutely. FOC and, and stuff like that. Heavy and, versus light. Yes. Uh, a lot of people have a lot of opinions on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll we'll definitely share, you, <laughs> share our opinion on that. Um, but this setup right here, if you're thinking about buying a bow, uh, that's what Matthews is offering. Um, it's, it's top of the line. Uh, I, I love Matthews. I've always been loyal to Matthews. I've always shot a Matthews bow. Uh, I just like Matthews. But um, like I said, if 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 you're looking for a bow that you're a one-and-done guy, I want to set this bow up, and for years to come, I want this bow to be the same exact way it came to me, and I got this thing set up for me and me only, that's the setup you want to go with. Mm-hmm. Put it in the closet, get it out, sight it in at the, end of, at the beginning of every season, and let her ride. Uh, this is the setup that you want to go with. And I would say it's the most recognizable brand too. I would, I would say so. They're big in that. the archery. Yeah, they're big, big in the archery. Uh, I guess you could say the, I mean, the they've archery. They've got rim. a huge presence in the hunting yes. industry. Uh, target archery. I mean, uh, this it has nothing to do with why I bought a, a Matthews or anything like that. But not too long. Maybe they. Maybe this had something to do with what they did. Uh, but. Lee Ellis on seat one. <laughs> Lee Ellis and Drew and all them boys, they use now, they use Matthews, and, and they have nothing against Hoyt, and they've said that on some of their videos, but they use Matthews now. Um, like I said, I'm a Matthews guy. I've always been loyal to Matthews. and We I'm always talk with about it. Lee Ellis and seat yeah. one. That's yeah. why, we, why you looked at me like that. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, man. Uh, they got some good stuff. They do. They got good content. If you you know, if you haven't never watched them, they're they're good at what they do, and uh, you need to check them out. But uh, but yes, man. The 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 Matthew setup is is the way to go if you're a one and done kind of guy like yeah. myself. Um, let's get into the Bowtech because uh, I like to talk about the Bowtech. Even though I'm a Matthews guy, I like to talk about the Bowtech because there's so many things you can do with a Bowtech bow. Mm-hmm. Um, yourself that makes it's a it's a game yeah. changer if you're in that group of guys. Yeah. But if you have any more questions, if the listeners have any more questions on the Matthews bow, by all means, shoot me a message on Facebook, text me if you got my number, whatever. I'll 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 run you through everything that I like about it if uh and and I'll let you see the bow, whatever you want to do, but if you got any more questions, let me know, but this is a great setup if you're uh, if you're thinking about getting into the bow hunting or if you want to upgrade. Yeah. And you can get a discount using uh promo code outcast <laughs> yeah, right. What'd you go that far? <laughs> you may be kicked, you may get kicked out of that place. Get oh, out of man. here. I'm joking. Why would I say something like that? Oh my scat, gosh. Scat. <laughs> well, I chose to go with the Botech Core SR. Uh it was between this and the Matthews lift that had just come out. And I like to tinker. Yeah. I love to tinker around with, you know, arrows, arrow weights, um, draw length <clears throat> poundage <throat> just to experiment and see what happens and um and i wanted to be able to do stuff like that at home yeah without having to go to a bow shop mm-hmm. and uh anyway and, and the bow tech really really caters to that type of guy 
Um, so just to talk about that a little bit, you know, instead of the, the mods that you have to swap out, um, let's say that I, I get some new arrows. Yeah. And I, I choose to go with a smaller diameter because that's what I'm thinking about doing. Yeah. Smaller diameter. Which is what I'm shooting, I guess. And I shoot it through paper. Yeah. And uh, and I get a tear, a yeah. left tear. Uh, I can take an Allen wrench and I can adjust my, my cams to, to accommodate that. Yep. Shoot bullet holes through the paper. Yep. Um. And without taking it to a to a a botech to a botech yep a botechnician we could get confusing if we keep saying botech with this being a botech oh yeah that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that um, <laughs> but anyway <clears throat> so that that's that's cool and here's what's really cool about this 2024 model this is brand new for this year um, timing yeah you can adjust your timing with an Allen wrench uh, put it in a drawboard. Those are fairly cheap online if you can get one and, and put it at your house and shop or something. Um, check your timing. You can adjust that and fine-tune it Yep. Uh, with, with an yourself. Allen wrench. No twisting cables. Um, use the Allen wrench. That's, that's, that's awesome. Oh, man, that's, that's great. Um, that is a great, I guess you could say, selling point for guys like you that mm-hmm. like to tinker. Yeah. Uh, or for, for guys that don't like to tinker but they go on trips across – wherever they want to go to, if they get there, they don't have to find the nearest bow technician uh, to fix their bow if something's wrong. They can do everything off of a YouTube video. I'm sure some people have YouTube Mm -hmm. videos out there that will show you exactly how to do whatever you need to do on that bow. Yep. That makes that thing And draw length. You can adjust draw length with with an Allen wrench, uh, slipping this disc around. Mm -hmm. Um, Cool thing about bow techs, uh, not just this year model, but later model, or earlier models as as well yeah uh they have a comfort and a performance mode mm-hmm. um so comfort you're going to get more of a uh, a better drawback yeah um and performance you're going to get faster mm-hmm. but you're going to compromise that smooth draw yeah. back um anyway i i run with it on comfort i haven't even tried the performance yet yeah but you can get a little bit more feet per second if you run performance um if you flip that disc around and do that so that's some some cool stuff there. You can adjust the weight, of course, uh, with the limbs there. What else? Quiver. Um, <clears throat> I went with the low profile qu- low profile quiver as well. I don't have any errors in mind. I've I've already cleaned yeah. up and organized from hunting season. But uh, anyway, really slim, a lot slimmer than the one I just came off of. Yes, uh, it, it's a not as good as the Matthews, but it's very tight to the riser. Right. Um, I was running into some issues as well with clearance on some of these accessories yeah. that I have. Right. Um, air arrest is almost an issue like it was with yours. Really? Almost. But, yeah. But we can run with it. I uh, got the Mantis, uh, I don't know what you really call it, shot analyzer, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and it hooks to your phone in an app, and it can tell you how good of a shot you made with right. your elbow too high. Yeah. Um, Anyway, it's draw pretty, length too short, stuff like that. It's pretty much your own archery coach in your pocket. Yeah, pretty exactly. Much, you know, it's going to tell you when you draw back, it's going to tell you your anchor point mm-hmm. and how steady you are in yeah. your anchor and all that stuff. I and mean, the way it does it is really it, cool. Is it, it sees what's happening, yeah. with, you know, with that movement, and it tells you this is what happened. Here are some things that it could be. Yeah. And anyway, it, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be using that a lot during the off season. But, and you can put that on any bow, not just Bowtech. Uh, I'm going to save the side for last because I really like that. I'm proud of that. Absolutely. But the uh, the arrow rest that I went with, 
I used a whisker biscuit um, with my old bow. Yeah. And I went to a drop away with it. I thought I was upgrading. Mm -hmm. And here is one thing that I learned about drop away rest is uh, QAD makes a hunter model and it did not work on my bow. Really? And here's, here's the reason I was getting some weird arrow flight at times and what I can, and my fletchings were white Yeah, and I could see black marks on them. And what I came to realize is what's happening is that, that arrow rest on the old bow was as a shot was being released, it was coming down and it didn't have a break. Bouncing back up. And it's bouncing back up, hitting that arrow. Yeah. And uh, which apparently is a common problem yeah. with those. So anyway, it almost deterred me from getting a drop away rest, but I asked the bow technician about it. He said, nah, this has got to break. It's got to break. You'll be fine. So so with that being said, if I was to get a drop away rest, and, and in my opinion, I, I like a drop away rest. Oh, yeah, this is great now. One reason is because I can't help but think if you have a whisker biscuit, uh, or or any kind of rest that touches that bow, I mean that arrow at all times, mm-hmm. uh, it's got to slow it down. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to slow it down. Um, so I've never been a whisk a whisker biscuit kind of guy. Um, so the drop away rest is the way to go. But just like Taylor just mentioned, um, ask your bow technician if the one that you're buying has a break on it. Uh, that'll de- that that'll eliminate yeah. your problem. Yeah, if I'd have known that before, yeah. I would have totally avoided that QAD hunter. That's right, hunter rest. Yeah, because it didn't have the break. But anyway, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, though, you know, talking about the whisker biscuit, uh, there's been a lot of deer killed with that. Oh for, man, for, for a hunt for a hunting standpoint, yeah, do it, do it, do it. If that's what you want to do, do it. But if you really want to be accurate, you, and, I will tell you and and, and have as much speed yeah. as possible yeah uh i will tell you where a whisker biscuit comes in handy is when you're moving through the woods or you're doing whatever you're doing in your deer stand or whatever the whisker biscuit holds your air in place yeah you never have to worry about that thing flopping off doing anything now they do have they do make the walls yeah. of your drop away rest long enough that your your air don't do anything but i will tell you this if it catches on anything when you unrack that thing to go to shoot a deer or whatever you're doing sometimes if you're not careful and and they do have they they do wrap them to mm-hmm. me to be as silent as possible uh but sometimes your air may kick up a little bit and bounce it may do something like that and yeah. the whisker biscuit don't allow that yeah which i do like um and plus the the friction that the Whisker, and I'm thinking of this from like a target archery. Yeah, you know, for hunting, I don't think it's as big of a deal, but right. But that arrow is maintaining contact with the surface all the way through, all the way. Um, yeah. So it has to slow it down, like you say, and I think it will affect accuracy. But yes. again, hunting, you know, it's hard for me to, because I have the mindset that if I'm if I'm doing something, I'm OCD. I want it to be perfect, dead on. So it's yeah. hard for me to, to yeah. to keep that distinction in mind, but. Anyway, whisker biscuits are okay. Whisker biscuits, biscuits <laughs> are okay for hunting. And, biscuit sounds you know. good, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's the rest. Um, yeah, rip cord, uh, drop away rest. I wanted it to be micro adjustable, but they didn't have it in stock at the time, so I right. just I just went with this one. But I mean, and, and it works too. You you have your uh, you can't see it on camera, but he's got a ruler back here on this so yeah you can it's no longer yeah you can make adjustments without the micro adjustable it, it, in my opinion it's just not clicks yeah it's moving lines yeah so that's not that's not a bad deal 
nothing fancy on the stabilizer, just a bee stinger. Yep. I got it because I guess I'm supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I'm kidding. It's a good, it's a good stabilizer, but it's a, it's a budget stabilizer. Yeah. yeah. Um, the sight. All right. I, I, I love this sight. This is what I've been One wanting. more thing. Yours, is yours dovetail or not? Yeah, I should have mentioned that. I didn't go the route. So, um, Matthews, they call that technology the bridge lock yeah. system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowtech does the same thing where you can, instead of mounting stuff to the side of your riser, right. you can dovetail it in in the yeah. middle of the riser. Um, Bowtech calls it center mass. Yeah. But it's the same idea. Um, when I bought this bow at the time, the only sight that you could get to go through it was a black gold something. Yeah. I don't think they even had that in stock at the time. Uh it wasn't that big of a deal to me. Yeah. So I just told him to put, you know, a different side on, one that mounts to the side. Yeah. In time, may do that and try it out. But uh, anyway, I went with a red line torch, uh, two pin, and I'd been wanting one of these sights for a while. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's the kind that you can slide. You can slide it down. So ideally, when when you shoot your bow, you you set uh, you set a pin at twenty yards. Yeah. And then you set a pin at, at 60 yards or however far you can shoot back. You know, the more the better. You use that information to find a sight tape, mm-hmm. put the sight tape on. And if you do a really good job, take your time and you get the right sight tape, mm-hmm. uh, that thing's adjustable. If I'm at yeah. 28 yards, I'm going to move my, my dial to 28. Right. And I should be shooting straight on. Yeah. If I want to shoot out to 80 yards, put it on 80. If you've done it right, you should hit there. So the only the thing you point. really have to do is... Just move that wheel. Move that wheel to go farther and closer. Yep. But uh, the only thing you have to do sighting it in is make sure your left and right, your east and west. Oh yeah, is get good. your wind is good. Other than that, yeah, you move that wheel up and down, and you can shoot out there. At how far can you shoot? You shot the other day at. You sent me a video, but you shot right, the other so, day at what? Yeah, before I dropped, uh, <laughs> before the bow got dropped <laughs> from the counter, I'll tell that story in just a second. Um, the farthest I had shot was 78 yards. 78 yards. Mm-hmm. And Which, now, in my, now, in my I, opinion, I, I would never shoot. I need, shoot. To, say, I need yeah. to say this. I, I hit the target, okay? Yeah. I yeah. didn't hit my yeah. <laughs> bullseye, okay? <laughs> you um, hit the target, not your target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but it is cool just knowing you have the capability of doing that. Yeah. And just, you know. Tinker with it. Yeah, tinker. You know, get out there and shoot it. Um. But, uh. But yeah, I love that sight. It's really cool. It it has lights. It lights up. It, you know, whatever rechargeable light. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, instead of using batteries, you can recharge it. But but I love the setup. I've been able to tinker with it some. I <laughs> my goal was to uh, I wanted to kill a deer with it because I got it in the middle of hunting season or yeah. actually on the tail end of hunting tail season. End, yeah. And uh, I wanted to kill a deer with it. I was working on it. Um, I had it in a in a bow vise. Yeah, and you know, I, I should have the bovis screwed into a table somewhere. Whatever, I was working on it inside in our kitchen. Yeah, and I just used a clamp from the shop to clamp the bovis to the counter. Yeah, so it wasn't going anywhere. It was safe. Yeah, and I put the bow in the vise, and I was uh, leveling my my axis on the side. Yeah, and getting everything lined up perfect. And uh, anyway, it was. It was my fault. It was stupid. I left it in the bovis <laughs> on the counter, uh, turned my back for a little bit, and Dawson, my little boy, yeah, he was playing. He was 
tinkering, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he unscrews that vice, and thank goodness it didn't hit him yeah. or fall on him. But uh, it fell to the floor in the loudest crash, and I was ready to cry. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it was all hey. good, though. And took it to to the bow shop, and everything turned out to be fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, it did knock the tuning off a little bit because we had to fix that, but yeah, all was good. Um, so I was scared I wasn't going to, when I dropped it off, I was scared I wasn't going to get to shoot anything with it for hunting season, but we got right. it back very quickly was able to take a doe with it and um that was fun and it's not shooting perfectly right now uh but it's we're gonna get there yeah absolutely so excited back in to uh i guess to put them both together and um, i want to stand for it yeah gummit i want to stand for (laughs) yeah do the and you said they they don't make them or you can't you hadn't been i I can't find able to find one yet i can't find one anywhere online yeah like yours and that's what i want yeah like i say there's one if i if i had a longer stabilizer there are these two legs that that could come off right here yeah um and it would sit like that forward a little bit and then the bow would rest on on the the stabilizer stabilizer. yeah but i don't i don't i don't want to shoot that long of a stabilizer we um yeah yeah and i don't know it's kind of unfortunate that you have to find a way instead of just them making a stand um but to kind of compare them and put them together all all in one uh like we said earlier that bow that taylor just got done with uh the bowtech outstanding bow how fast does it shoot oh yeah i forgot to say that uh and we need to talk about this a little bit Mm. Uh, on the website 347 feet per second which is humming yes um but I'm not shooting that fast. Yeah. All right. And because here's why uh, all bow manufacturers are going to do this. They're going to 70 pounds. Yeah. 30, 31 inch draw length, whatever the max draw length is on that bow, because right. you get more feet per second, the longer draw length you have. That's right. And of course, more poundage. Um, They're going to max that stuff out. They're going to shoot. What is it? A 300 grain arrow? Is that right? I think so. I'm not sure, but I, it's 300 I think something. So yeah, uh, they're going to shoot a light arrow. Yes, yes. which is going to go faster. That's right. And that's how they give you that that rating. That, yes, that 347 feet. They're going to bulk that rating up to make it sound better. Yeah, I guess you could say. And that's uh, on performance mode with mine too. To the buyer, okay. You're going to lose some feet per second on comfort. Yeah, but but yeah, you just because the bow says it shoots 347 feet per second, when you're you not put going everything to do that. on it, and you've got you got everything on it. You you size that bow to what you need it to be. Uh, yeah, it is not going to hit 347 feet per second. Or mine's not going to hit 340 feet per second. Yeah. Um, but when you let that arrow fly, it is smoking compared to bows back in the day. Yeah. Um, it's insane. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that bow there, like I said, I've always been loyal to Matthews. But. And see, I wasn't married to one. Right. Exactly. That's why I was open to the Bowtech. Exactly. And and I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be loyal to one. I think mm-hmm. if I was not loyal to Matthews and I had not shot one and fell in love with the DXT, um I would have definitely entertained the thought of buying a Bowtech just for the sole purpose of even though I'm not a a tinkerer, uh if anything ever happens and I'm in a crunch 
for money or, or finances or anything like that, or if I'm in the stand and I need to make a quick change and I've got some stuff in my pack, in my pouch or my bag to yeah. make that change, I can make that change right there in my stand instead of having to come down. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I'm, the, I, I'm with that group that is a one and done kind of guy. You're with the group that, uh, you like to tinker. Uh, so in the off season, you may be messing with your bow a lot. I like to get my bow oh, yeah. out and just shoot the target. Uh, I like to mess with the sights a little bit. I do do stuff like that to try to get that thing precise. But <laughs> what, Taylor? Do do. Sorry, <laughs> I'm in middle school. <laughs> Sorry. Oh Keep Lord. going. Keep going. <laughs> oh good gracious! Uh, I derailed you now, hadn't I? <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, oh, I'm so it's, sorry. Uh, it, I do like to get it out and tinker a little bit with the with the sights, get it get yeah. it precise and do stuff like that. But th- that's very little tinkering compared to the Bowtech. Uh, the Bowtech, it shoots 140 second, uh, 147 feet per second. Mine shoots 140 feet per second, seven foot per second. I mean, seven seconds. I guess it's seven seconds. Uh, I'm all jacked up. <laughs> seven feet per second. Seven feet per second. <laughs> Is not going to make that big of a difference um, in the hunting world or nah. or the target world. I mean, hey, I, I will say this. I want to tell this. Yeah, I can tell a difference though. Yeah, uh, you know, my bare bow that yeah. was coming off of, I killed deer with it. Uh, nothing's wrong with it. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely, would never hate on one of those. Yeah. Um, but I will say, every deer that I shot with that, yeah, I tend to hit a little higher than than I meant to. Right. Um, and it was much louder. Yeah. Than this bow. That at, doe that at, at I release. shot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it, it, and it was not as dead in the hand as, as the Bowtech is yeah. that I have now or your Matthews, but there would be, you know, noticeable snap, I guess. Yeah. When you would release the bow and then the deer is going to hear that humming of the arrow coming to them. Um, I did notice though, with this, deer that i killed yeah. uh, right before season went out the doe with it um when i shot she did not react near as much as what they have in the past really and and i really do think that it's because that bow is quieter yeah. itself yeah um and the arrow is getting there faster. faster she has less time to react that's right now yeah. now they're still going to duck i'm not saying that if you get a top of the line bow a, a deer's not going to duck, gonna your, duck arrow. your arrow i'm not saying absolutely. that absolutely yeah. But I can't. I do see a difference. Oh yeah. Oh and, yeah. And I think it's mostly the quietness of the bow itself. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. When when we're talking about speed, uh, you can shoot. <laughs> There's some people that use forty pounds, forty five pounds. There is a limit. Yeah. There is a limit. You can't go out there with a thirty pound bow and shoot a deer because, one, I believe there's state regulations. Could be. Yeah. In different states, that tells you what you can and can't shoot, and it, it may be a. It may be one whole regulation saying that you can't shoot a white-tailed deer or certain species uh, with this poundage. I don't know. But there's a lot of women out there that shoot very slow bows, yeah, and they pound monster deer. Yeah. Uh, so it don't have to be the fastest bow on the market. It don't have to be a high-end bow. Well, even Ted Nugent, I'm, I am almost yeah. positive, uh, you know, in his older age now, I think he's shooting like 55 pounds. Yeah, yeah. And, I could and, be wrong, but it, it's somewhere in that ballpark. Absolutely. He definitely ain't shooting 70. I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of, of people that's been in the archery business for years 
say that they do not strain to pull their bow back. And the reason for that is because it's way fast enough. It, it's plenty fast enough to get to that deer and kill that deer. Yeah. So why would I pull back 80 to 75 pounds just because I can pull it back? Don't mean I'm going to pull it back because I don't want to strain myself pulling it back. And, and just because I want to get it there faster, you know, so it, it don't necessarily have to be fast, but that one shoots 400, uh, uh, 347 foot per second. Mine shoots 340. Mine's a one and done kind of bow. Yours is a tinker bow. Yeah. Uh, both bows are extremely quiet, uh, extremely fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, you can't go wrong with either bow. No. It's just depending on who you are and what you like to do yeah. is how you make that decision between the Bowtech and the Matthews. Both both bows, both companies are very, very respectable companies in the, in the archery rim, and um, you, you can't go wrong with mm-hmm. any, any of the bows that we've talked about today. Yeah. Um, so, and I have some form issues that I'm wanting to work on right. over, you know, over the off-season, and with those form issues, it led me to want to experiment with different draw lengths. Mm-hmm. Allen wrench, man. Yeah. And I was able to try out a 30 inch draw length. That's right. I didn't like that. So I yep. tried 29 and a half. Yep. And, and I like it. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're able to find that sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah. Versus, you know, accommodating to the bow. Yeah. If it's not just right, you, you have to accommodate to the bow if you mm-hmm. can't change it. Yeah. Uh, or if you don't take it back to a bow tech, mm-hmm. um, or bow technician. Uh, I have to watch. Uh, everybody be thinking, why are you taking Matthews to a Bowtech dealer to get it fixed? But, uh, but yeah, man, you can't go wrong with a Matthews bow. You can't go wrong. Matter of fact, in my opinion, with the bows and the engineering that has come so far this day and time, I don't think that you could really get a bad bow and no. not be able to kill a deer with it. No. With it, um, Or hang with your buddies that have really nice bows. Now, I will go back and I will say, I don't want nobody to take me the wrong way, Matthews do, does make mid-range bows that you can. Uh, I just got, I just sold a Matthews, uh, what is it? Was it a mission? Sw- mission, a Matthews mission. Now, I could change, I could change the draw length on that one, um, and the poundage and all that. So Matthews do, they do make mid-range bows, um, that you can tinker with, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I bought that bow is to build that bow, tinker with it a little bit. But when I decided I wanted to get the phase four, I sold it just to go along with a little bit of money to get yeah. the phase four. But so they do make bows like that, but they're high end bows. A lot of the times you have to have a bow technician to, to work on them. Yep. And, uh, and, and they, <laughs> they do, they have played it very smart and they, they just about make you have to buy the, the Matthews accessories to go on it, which drives that price up. But, with either the Bowtech, with with Bowtech or Matthews, in my opinion, you cannot go wrong with either one. No. So just figure out what kind of guy you are, what kind of group you fit into, mm-hmm. and buy the bow and get out there. Yeah. Definitely shoot it before you buy it. Oh yeah. Feel it. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I think we covered it. Yeah. So maybe, like <laughs> maybe this one can finally get. Maybe this is <laughs> the is one. It, this is it. Maybe <laughs> this is it. Um. Like I said, though, for the listeners and the and the people that watch the YouTube videos, uh, if you have any questions about this, comment on our YouTube video, comment uh, on our social media pages, or if you have Taylor's number, my number, um, and you need more information before you buy a bow, we'd we'd be we'd love to. By no means are we experts on on bow hunting or or working on bows, but we can tell you what we like and what we don't like about a bow. And uh, and yeah. and we've done research before we bought the Bowtech and the Matthews. We did research on Hoyt. We did research on several other brands. Uh, we just chose to go. I chose to stay loyal with Matthews, and you chose to go with the Bowtech. 
Uh, we'd be glad to answer any questions you may have if you want to get into bow hunting or if you want to upgrade your bow. Uh, so uh, leave a comment. Yeah, th- and I will say, too, this is a different style of podcast or video that we've done in the past. You know, we're not telling a story about a deer this time. Uh, you know, if you like this kind of right information that we have, uh, let us know. If you hate it, yeah. let us know, yeah. too. Because we have the... <laughs> If you like, like it, I'd like, like to do some arrows. I was about to say, like Taylor said, we can really <laughs> we can really nerd out on yeah. some of this bow hunting stuff, uh, like the arrows and the and, and heavy versus light. Heavy versus light, getting into the FOC and what you can and can't do with all that. Um what you want to shoot, uh we can we could just go forever on that. So yeah. uh if you like what you hear and you want to hear more about getting into bow hunting or you wanna you wanna hear more about upgrading your bow or if you feel like your setup that you have now is not the setup that you need uh by all means ask us and we'll try to figure it out uh best we can um but yeah leave a comment on our social media stuff whatever uh whatever you want to do to get up with us but uh please share us with a buddy yeah share us with a buddy like subscribe uh we have social media pages go on our pages uh like i said leave comments like our page whatever uh outcast hunting will get us we'll get you to our facebook youtube instagram the outcast hunting podcast yep on apple Podcasts and spotify spotify yep i'm gonna get good at saying that one day (laughs) (laughs) we won't trip up one of these good days but uh but yeah um yeah like i said if you like what you hear uh let us know we'll keep uh we'll keep striving to to anything else answer questions anything else we i think we covered it all man well, let's end it right here, and we'll we'll see them on the next one.